Moncrief with Energlaze on News Talk. In the Liberties in Dublin, there's a pear tree, but when Gareth Kennedy, who teaches NCAD, spotted the tree in an old engraving, he investigated further and he believes the tree could be the oldest fruit bearing tree in the city. Gareth, good afternoon to you. Hi, Sean. I suppose, could you start first by explaining how uh, you teach and how the, the, the pear tree is involved in that? Yeah, uh, so Sean, I teach in the National College of Art and Design and I'm lead coordinator on a project called NCAD Fields. NCAD Fields is a really interesting site we have beside the college that was a car park, but then sometime in the last decade was gorilla composted and became a haven for urban horticulture. Then it fell into disuse and after the pandemic, it just wilded and it became a really interesting place called, uh, which we, we call a novel ecology. Right. OK. And, and y- you would visit there regularly with your students? Well, that's what we do. We cite the course in there. It's the only third level course where about 80 to 90 percent of it is held outside. Um, and, and the thinking is, you know, how to introduce critical ecological thought and action to art and design students. And the best way of doing that is just full immersion outside. Right. And is that where the pear tree is located? The pear tree is not there, but the pear tree is in our neighbour in the digital hub. Um, So it's about 300, 400 metres from us. And so what we do is the students just had their first day yesterday, the the spring, uh, or I should say the autumn spring students. And as part of that, you know, we go to this pear tree to pick its fruit and to make jam. Um, so we're just past the equinox and we're falling into the dark winter months. And this act of gathering the, gathering the fruit from what we call a venerable tree and making jam, from it, it's, it's just a kind of way of building togetherness and solidarity, but also have something that we, we eat going into the winter months. Yeah, and you get jam out of it, uh, which we, is a, a plus as well, I, I would have thought. So who owns the land that the, the, the tree is located on? So it's currently on the Digital Hub. The Digital Hub are stewards of that. And it's, uh, the Digital Hub has really got behind this in the last years. And, and they're, they're really honouring it uh, as, as a very special tree. And in, in the, the grounds are set for redevelopment. Uh, but with the pear tree is going to be a kind of centrepiece of that, and, uh, which, is, which is really great. There's a real sense that they, they'll, they'll take all appropriate precautions to look after the tree and uh, well may it can continue. Now, and I suppose you assumed that the tree must have been pretty old, but tell us about the engraving that you spotted it on. The engraving on the tr- on the tree. Um, so yeah, that that's that's from I, I think that's from a bangle that was put on it in a, in the nineteen fifties, where a man I don't know the man's name, but he saw that the tree was beginning to list, and he put a bangle on the tree to attach it to the wall to hold it up, and the digital hub has since taken that off and put on a kind of softer. Uh, a softer uh, harness, um, but you can still see the kind of where where, where the tree kind of grew around that bangle. Mm. No, I know. I, I meant, wasn't there an engraving you saw that had a picture in it and the tree oh, was sorry, in the background? Sorry, yeah. sorry, yeah. So yeah, so we know the tree. The, the, we know the tree's been there a long time. Any anyone that knows about pear trees can can tell it's 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 a fine big regal tree, um, and it does feature in an engraving from 1892. Uh, from from a um, from a kind of whiskey tour off Ireland, and the tree is there as a mature tree in the engraving, 
uh, which would suggest that the, the tree was in full in, in, in full bloom and full fruit at the time. Um, and some of this kind of leads to kind of speculation to how old the tree is. Uh, and there is a plaque up that situates the tree in the 1850s. Um, but the, the, the Liberties being the Liberties, it's, it's a rich place for urban legends and, and oral tradition. Mm. The, the, the tree began to be feasted as possibly being the oldest tree, fruit tree in Dublin, maybe also the oldest fruit tree in Ireland. So that, that kind of, um, that kind of, that, that just creates a nice kind of provocation and speculative, <laughs> uh, speculative uh, play to be had. Uh, so you, you sent off a leaf to have us, is it carbon dating they do or how, how would they do that to figure out what the tree is? It's DNA fingerprinting. Oh. So um, that was through Seed Savers, which, who are over in Scarf, which is a fantastic organisation in terms of like looking after our heirloom varieties of fruit and vegetables. And also Dr. Gordon Reed, where we, we decided we would uh, not to disenchant the tree or take away its magic, but to kind of find out more about it, that we would, we would we'd get a DNA analysis, a fingerprint of a leaf. And so that was sent away. And, and uh, last year we got, we got a result on that, that the tree, um, the tree is called a Maricel de Cor. And the Maricel de Cor uh, first showed up in the, in the, the tree literature in Belgium in 1842. And it was raised by a Belgian man, uh, a very famous palmologist from the time called uh, F.B. Mons. And then it later shows up in Britain and Ireland for the first time in 1847, where it was sent to a, a very famous Scottish palmologist, Robert Hoggs. Uh, and from there it became a very, um, it became quite a popular variety during the, the Victorian age. Right. Okay. So you reckon that that plaque saying 1850 would be about right then? I think that 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 that, is, that would be about right. So of course, of course, the only way to find out is is by cutting down the tree, which we're not going to do. That's, <laughs> that's an old way of finding out the age of trees, a uh, very 19th century way of doing it. And um, but but it's definitely I you know we're up in 170 years, so that is that's a that's a fine age. It's not an extraordinary age for pear trees. Pear trees grow a lot older than apple trees. But it, 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 what makes it exceptional, and this is how we use it in our coursework, is that the tree, the, the tree is a way of connecting and anchoring students' uh, learning in the liberties, that we're not in an ivory tower in the art college talking about the environment, but not really engaging in the environment or in community. Um, the tree is also, like the tree has survived the Industrial Revolution. It survived the deindustrialization of Ireland and or, and of the liberties and whiskey. You know, mm. uh, it survived 1980s, 1990s, the Celtic Tiger. Um, um, so the tree is a real, it's got something to tell us about resilience, you know. Yeah, it does and, adjust, and, yeah. and we use that in our coursework. We, we use it to speak to resilience. Um, and also we use it to speak to community. And the jam, jam making is a kind of medium in that idea. It's like community making. Yeah, but in especially in the Liberties, in the centre of urban Dublin, where maybe the air quality always, hasn't always been the best for a tree to survive and continue to produce fruit, is quite extraordinary. Well, well, that's it is exactly as well. It's 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 obviously made of tough stuff to survive smog-ridden 1960s, 70s, 80s Dublin and lead, leaded petrol and all of this. So it's it's a really yeah, it's 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 really. What's also nice is the life of that tree. If it assume it is from 1850, it's kind of 
it's as old as this kind of industrial revolution that's kind of put us in 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 the kind of like the situation we're in today, you know, yeah. around an excess of carbon dioxide and and climate crisis, which is really starting to express itself. Yeah, so, uh, do you reckon it is the oldest in Dublin, anyway? Well, this is this is why I'm, I'm enjoying being on the radio. It's a provocation to put out there. If people, <laughs> if if people have, I think they have an older tree, an older fruit tree. Uh, would love to hear from you in NCD. Would love to incorporate it into our coursework. Would love to make jam out of it. Um, so, um, I would say it's. I would. I would say it's the oldest fruit tree in the Liberties. Is the oldest fruit tree in Dublin age? There's a very good chance. Is it an oldest fruit tree in inner city Dublin? I'd say almost certainly. Uh, and and but let's spread it out to the suburbs. Yeah. Now all we'll get, uh, Gareth, is text from people in Cork saying that's a young tree. Uh, that's I, we have you know thousand year old pear trees down here. I I I appreciate that. I w- I, <laughs> I wouldn't I wouldn't make claims, Sean, that it, it's it's uh, it, it's older than. Cork's oldest fruit tree. I wouldn't. I wouldn't go there. It's not worth. The, it's not worth the storm. Yes, it would be interesting to hear. Though I look forward to hearing from people about this. Uh, in the meantime, Gareth Kennedy from NCAD. Thanks a million for talking to us today. Thanks so much, Sean. Thank you. Uh, you're very welcome, Gareth. And uh, actually, Gareth did use the word storm, probably uh, 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 slightly inappropriate, I suppose. I know we didn't mean. Uh, I know we didn't mean that. Uh, Oliver and Claire says the engraving on the tree reads, "I was here 1892." Okay, that means somebody was there in 1892. Moncrief weekdays at 2 p.m. with Anna Glaze on News Talk.